Hi everyone, welcome to the Kingdom Outpost podcast. This is Kingdom Outpost 611. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think I can so. never remember. I always... Because it's so far between us recording. Yeah. Uh, I'm Chris with me, as always, is my lovely wife and current... What are you drinking? I'm drinking hot chocolate. Hot chocolate drinker. It is a cold day today. I saw an Instagram reel. So I what is your name? Suggested it, Leslie. Leslie. Yeah. He was making fun of people who drink hot chocolate from the powder. Because it's really just. What is it? You know. Mm-hmm. But then the guy, he was talking about how gross it is, and his friend was like, "Well, why are you drinking it?" And he said, "Because it's seasonal." Mm. And I was like, he's right. It is seasonal, seasonal and I need some. Yeah. Then I heard the football, there's a football game down the street, which also made me want subpar hot chocolate, like the old days. Ah, uh, it made Do me. Do you remember getting hot chocolate? Yeah. It made me want the kingdom of God to crush the kingdom of the devil. But that too. That's a different issue <laughs> entirely. All right. So what do we got going on today? Here we are sitting. In our little outpost yeah. here. Well, what have we been thinking? Mm, first, Which? What? What were you going to say? You you go. Wait. What were you going to say? You go first. I'll say I, the same thing. What if... No, I guarantee you it's not okay. the same thing. Which, <laughs> by the way, we actually have a bonus episode ah, yes. that we recorded. And we're going to deliver to you as a bonus episode today. Because Reality was, is, we, I just haven't edited it. and It was like a month ago. And then... It's it like, was on our last Sam's. I was Sam's. like, oh man, we need to record again. It was on our last and, Sam's run. Oh, I didn't ever, I didn't ever Did you release that? that episode. Yeah. So anyway, that'll be the bonus episode uh, well, out available right now. I, like as soon as you hear this, like. Go find the bonus episode. It'll be there. It is like belated. So I don't even know what month it was. No. Maybe September. I know it was our last Sam's run, and we've gone through two boxes of sausage since then, so that's how many days. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I was going to say, you said, what have we been talking about or thinking about? We've been having a little argument that I think people could maybe help us with. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. No. no idea. Mm-hmm. I want to know... If there's anyone out there who ever in their life knew that the Beach Boys were saying Barbara Ann. Oh, to the song Barbara Ann. I think what would give it away is the fact that the name of the song is Barbara Ann. <laughs> Not the song Barbara Ann. The song Bob Aran. Bob Aran. Bob Aran. Bob Aran. Which you do, which you're not saying is Bob Aran. No, it's just you're saying it, it's just it's just Bob Aran. It could have been blah 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 <laughs> blah 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 Aran. Blah 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 Aran. Like in you, it's just blah blah. Exactly. Basically, but then they, the, 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 you could still be saying though. Hello, it's Barbara Ann. And I'd be like, no, listen. No, they're listen, saying they can, blah, they can blah, be, blah. Oh, yeah. And there, I mean, there is some truthfulness to... When you listen to it, they are definitely saying... <laughs> the other day, though. Bah, bah, bah. The other and, day, you're and like... And I was like, Barbara like, no. Ann. And then you're just like, Barbara yeah. yeah, You're right. You're right in that. Okay, you're right so in you that. did agree with they that. They speak nonsense. Because he pulled it. He was like, but, no, listen. We're going to play it, and you're yeah, going to hear that yeah, they do nonsense. say Barbara Ann. But no, yeah, no. they never say Barbara. 
They say Barbara. Barbara. Bob. They don't even say Barbara. Baba. They're just like blah, blah, man. (laughs) Anyway, I just want to know if anyone out there like knew it was Barbara Ann. Even, I don't care if you knew the name of the song was Barbara Ann. I don't think, I always called it Barbara Ann. Didn't you? No, I called it Barbara Ann. Because I knew the name of the song was Barbara Ann. So if you went to like a jukebox, you would be like, I'm going to look for Barbara Ann. Not Barbara Ann? Yes. I mean. (laughs) I don't know. I had You have to remember, this is, I learned these songs from the day when songs were on, like, I didn't just stream the Beach Boys Mm -hmm. and random songs. You didn't have their cassette tape? I had an album. You did. Yeah, and I, I tried to learn the words. I did have the... Well, I did too. I would have the lyrics, but surely I never saw Barbara Ann. Surely. And that's not even to get to the part about... That what's might be the, true, but You got me rocking and a rolling, rocking rockin and... and a reeling. And you said rocking and a reely. Rocking and a reely, yeah. yeah. Huh. Tell you what, this, here at our Kingdom Outpost, <laughs> we're fighting the kingdom's battles. <laughs> This is what we do. That's you were like, little... is it going to be worth tuning in in this uh, brief moment I have to learn something? I have something? only so many yeah. minutes on this earth. Yeah. I want to. <laughs> okay, so moving on. I, I feel like we've, we don't need any help. I think we've kind of worked it out. Yeah. You, yeah. you see that I was right, that they never say yes, Barbara. Yes, n- without a doubt. <laughs> now, the difference is I would not have ever been satisfied with going... With hearing someone singing Bob Brand and and just being like, oh, that's a nonsense word. I'd want to be like, wait, no one just does that. And that be the the what the the, the lead my, into the song. I go my whole life yeah. not questioning or not processing. There's something this week about that. One, the iron and food. We talked about that. So that's yeah, so iron. That iron. And then, oh, hi ho, the Dario. And that it's a dairy. It's a dairy. Because it's cows. Yeah. yeah. Hi-ho, the dairy Oh, The farmer in the dell. Or in the dairy Oh. Mm-hmm. Just thought it was a nonsense word. Yep. The dairy Okay. Anyhow, so. We're solving all of your musical from nursery rhyme sort yeah. of stuff to. <laughs> the Beach Boys. To the Beach Boys. But what have we? What have we okay, thought? So kingdom wise, the good stuff, the more important things. Um, just, I, I, everyone I know, pretty much right now, is being stretched thin mm-hmm. by some life event. Or well, another. that's because we're preaching on spiritual warfare. Exactly. So, I mean that. Well, even people in Texas. Yeah, it's because they know people who are speaking spree- <laughs> spree- <laughs> Yeah, and... Um, he's, he's attacking our flanks. And sometimes the Christian life, especially if you grew up in a more... I don't know. I would say we grew up in a more nominal era of Christianity. I would say you were definitely nominal for a while. Until <laughs> you married me. I, I mean, it was pretty fun back in the day. Church and... And all the stuff surrounding it. It was just pretty fun. Sometimes, the more you engage, sometimes it cannot be so fun. You don't think church is fun? I know. I'm not saying that. You literally said, back in the day, church used to be fun. 
now, now it's, it's not so fun. Now it's a drag. No, sometimes the Christian life can feel really hard. Maybe not very lighthearted. Maybe there are times when it's not fun. And I just, I think a lot of times when people are feeling that way, or even like as a a mom or a dad, like if you're parenting and it's just not easy. it's It's like when you're young and you get all this money and you don't have a job or responsibilities or yes. anything. I think it feels like you got all the money in the world. You can buy all sorts of things. Like when we were dating, we'd right. go to oh. movies all the time. Yeah, and every weekend. All this. Go out and, and eat. Yeah, and now it's real world stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. So church was fun when you didn't have anything to have to do with anybody. And now it's... And not that church was fun. I know that's just a bad you know choice of saying. words. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now worship... Is more difficult because you can't just focus on you. Yeah, you have to focus on Jesus now, and uh, and, and all helping the other people, people to focus on all Jesus. the little people yeah. sitting with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I understand. So I anyhow, we can we can go through times like that, and the response in our heart might be that, well, I need to, I got to get out of this. I got to do something different. Something's not right here because mm-hmm. this is hard. Yeah. I, I want you to go, I know what I want to say about this, mm-hmm. but, but, but keep going. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we just don't realize that what's actually happening is something good. So, so it can be that we feel like failures. We feel like we're failing. Oh, mm-hmm. this. Or that we should be happy. Yeah. Like if we feel like it's hard, we're failing. Mm-hmm. Or that the. The institution is failing. Like, something needs to change about this. Oh, so I'm a young mother, and yeah. I got kids, and yeah. I'm flustered. Yeah. So either I'm wrong, uh-huh. or the church needs to create yeah. a program or a this. situation. we got to fix this. Because I shouldn't feel like this life is, is ever tough. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun. Yeah, not fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, I know exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a very common thought. And and we were actually talking about this the other day because uh, this idea. So I'm glad you brought it up. I think a lot of us, I, I, I think we experience church and worship for like you're talking about for the first time and all mm-hmm. this. We were, when we were younger and mm-hmm. we haven't grown out of that mentality. Mm-hmm. We still won't kind of want that mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. but we're not those people and <laughs> yeah. we don't have those responsibilities yeah, like, those people had no responsibility that's good to compare people. it to because have you seen the video that's viral this week about the girl who works the nine to five i don't get on social media okay um so well everyone is roasting this no girl. i've started to see it a couple times mm-hmm. and uh, I have seen a little bit of it. I yeah. mean, she's right. Yeah. Uh, she's I mean, there's right so much that, we could talk about. In that, yeah, that's because you, yeah. All you're not of, made for you're that. You're not made for that. Right. Yeah. Anyhow, so she's, but. So I'm like, she ain't wrong. Right. But the, anytime you transition from, like, she's been in college, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's and hard. that's, what's funny is when it comes, when it comes to. This is why it's so tough in the Christian life, because when you're the transition is normally from like super easy to the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not there's not a progression. Uh, it's all about me. I'm young. I get married. Now I've got 
a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm having to do this with a kid mm-hmm. and with a baby. And that's a really tough time. It is. And so it's not even like, there's not even a segue. Yeah. It's into, it's into to difficult yeah. times. Yeah. And that's normally where, where, you know, wives, husbands, fathers, mm-hmm. they, they start to get stressed out. Mm-hmm. Is that because you go from easy, just focusing on me, no responsibilities whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We have all the expendable income in the world, all the time in the world mm-hmm. to, and we can be with each other all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, you know, physically, romantically, uh, economically, like everything is, can be centered on you, mm-hmm. uh, even your spouse, uh, and your spouse probably, you know, likes, likes that. Um, but now all of a sudden it's, it's a grueling grind, right. um, not even just when, yeah, in in everything, yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, and it's so, an under, it's understandable because it, you go to a really hard thing, right? And so then the thing that I was thinking about that I know a lot of women do, then we're already we're feeling the crunch, we're feeling like, and I, not just at church, at home, like this is hard being a house despot. It's hard staying on top of everything. Man, we need to get those house despot shirts. I know, I know. Yeah. So then. We start thinking, well, I shouldn't feel this way. I should be happy. Like, I should be Mm -hmm. joyful or I should, you know. So then we feel like we're doing something wrong. So now we're adding guilt on top of it. Mm -hmm. And um, that doesn't help. It does not help. And it's not accurate. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the deal. I mean, it doesn't help because, like, no one does more with guilt piled on top. Like, no one's like, hey, this is really hard. I know what I'll do. I'll put on a backpack. <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm gonna add this heavy emotional burden. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not going to be useful because it, it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might, it might come from, again, you need to grow up. Maybe you do need to recognize that you have kind of an immature view of life or... A selfish view, you know, like you were talking about how the church needs to change. Mm-hmm. Ad pro, it's kind of a selfish view of, mm-hmm. you know, if, if and we've taught people to do this. We've taught people, you know, you go into a church and you go, do I fit in? Mm-hmm. You know, do people make me feel welcome here? And, you know, we got that sort of that mentality that then, of course, then when if you, you, you know, you, what you win them with is what you win them to. So if they joined a church because they felt like they fit in. And then there's a period of time where people are busy living their lives and then we worship together mm-hmm. uh but everyone else's life isn't thinking about what you might be thinking at three o'clock on a tuesday afternoon mm-hmm. when you've had a really tough week you know whatever and and so then you're going well does anybody even you know uh so those sorts of things that you know that 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 guilt is not accurate. Those thing, those views are not accurate. So it can be that you need to scold yourself. Mm-hmm. But it can also mean mm-hmm. that maybe mean that you just need to realize that, yeah, the fall was real and the labor <laughs> yes. is real. Yes. 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 That's so good. It's so true. But the, the scolding yourself was not good. No. <laughs> You're like, no, let's get to that one. Let's yeah. get to the... No, because no, I think I, it is. I feel like we really are... We ignore that. Because we, we're trying to get to this place of just comfort and ease mm-hmm. and failing to recognize this is a grind yeah. in many ways. And God has poured grace upon us. He he does bring so much 
joy and and light to what should be even harder. Yeah. But that but it's still hard. It is. So. Yeah. It's definitely it is it is going to be uh a a toil. Mhm. And you've got to you've got to believe that 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 mm. the toil is what's going to happen. Um so don't be surprised when you actually are toiling. Yeah. And that's what I I would love to encourage anyone with and you can expound on this. I hope that the the main the main I guess thesis would be mm-hmm. if life is feeling hard, if you're feeling like golly, I can't get on top of things. Um everything feels you know, challenging. That that's not necessarily failing. It might no. just be stretching. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you know, there there is this idea that goes around that I hear sometimes people say that if it's if it's God's will, it'll be easy, and that's just simply inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the the example I give uh, is Paul. Uh, when he says in in First Corinthians, at the end of it, he says that he's going to stay in Ephesus because a, a wide door for effective ministry has opened to him, and there are many adversaries. <laughs> I, I I just love that mm-hmm. idea because again, we think open door, easy door, and that's not that's not mm-hmm. what it says. Yeah, an uh, open at door all. is like. Yeah, you yeah, have oh, an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh it's an open door. Right through here. Uh, and, and here we see that an open door may not be an, an easy door. An open door may be a chance to to get in the fight because that's yeah. how Paul views it. Yeah. Paul's like, I see an open door for effectiveness, and and it's full of of mm. of enemies. So so open door doesn't always mean easy door. Mm-hmm. Uh, God's will is not always the the smooth path. <laughs> Uh, sometimes God lines, as he did here, his will for us, he lines our way with, with opposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and mm-hmm. so, if, but if you go into it thinking, oh, if I, if, if it's hard, it must not be God's will. Or if it's hard, I must be doing it wrong or it must be wrong. Or, or like what you said with evaluating the church, the church must be doing something wrong where all of life would be easy for me, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever it is, yeah. we're going to, we're going to run into Want to run into a, a a problem? If if anything, um, from that passage that, that I just read, if anything, opposition to what you're doing is a positive sign, right? Which is so not how we normally. Yeah, no, no, yeah, and that's what. Yeah, I mean, and it, it that that can happen. Um, I mean, the the if any the if anything, the presence of the enemy. Paul says the presence of an enemy is a good thing. He's going to stay here in Ephesus because there, because there are a lot of enemies there. So the presence of the of an enemy, especially if the enemy, is a good thing and and a reason to be encouraged. If what we're doing is hard and it's laboring uh, and there's opposition, we're being stretched and there's challenges to it. Like that can be that that can be a good sign. At least it was for Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean, Satan has Satan has always opposed mm-hmm. uh, the plans of God. Right. Um, which again means he always puts himself in the path uh, that God is is laying out. So, oh. so I mean, if the so gates good. if the gates of hell are trying to block your way, right? 
that's a good sign that their kingdom is under assault because they're putting Mm -hmm. uh, the gates up, which is why Paul said that this is a a place for effective ministry, Mm -hmm. even though it had a bunch of adversaries. Not only was it an open door, it was an open door for effective ministry because it had uh, many adversaries. So, so in, in, in life, like you look for open doors, right? Mm -hmm. Look for those open doors, but don't, don't think that a door is open simply because it it's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes God's way isn't the path of least resistance. Sometimes God's way is the path filled with resistance. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about that all week because you you preached on this Sunday and then Wednesday night we were you were talking about the golden calf. And I was just thinking... It's not what it's called. <laughs> it's never called That's, that in the Bible. If you want to hear more, uh, attend First Baptist Church Begs. Yeah, I mean, you guys are missing all the good stuff. It's never but called the good stuff. I, I want to, like, follow him around with a, a video or an audio... What's it called? A recording uh, so, device? Uh, someone was saying they just, need, they just need me to come up with... To just write my own translation. Because yeah. I'm always like, actually, that's not great. And I tell them why, and like... That makes so much yeah. sense. Why don't they translate it that way? Anyway. Yeah, it would be great. Anyhow, I mean, I was thinking about like the the Israelites, like talk about a target for spiritual activity, and that's what happened. Like the the demons wanted to, just as there's a lot of spiritual activity at Target, <laughs> filled with demons. Oh, a target. target. Oh, I was like, Actual wait. target. I don't know. Actual target. <laughs> the place. Yes. Yes. So anyhow, when you are doing kingdom things, mm-hmm. it's like it's like putting on a spotlight on you. Like, Yeah, it's like we talked about with prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my word. Yes. Yeah, which, in the bonus episode, I told you we'd tell you this story. Oh. I will in just a second. Oh, yeah. Um, because... When you start to do kingdom work, you put yourselves in the mm-hmm. the sights of of the enemy. Now, and and, that, and that's the, that, that's I mean that's a a good thing because you know <clears throat> sometimes God does open these doors and they're jam packed with enemies, right? Right, and that's that's the open door. But since His kingdom can't be stopped, right, that means they're jam packed with opportunities. Yeah, and, and that's what we need. So if we if we go into if we're going through a door, we see a bunch of enemies, we don't need to see. Oh no, I'm going to lose. We need mm-hmm. to see this is a chance for a great victory mm-hmm. for the kingdom because the kingdom can't be stopped. Well, hey, um, it's so great because it is it is I would say more gritty like. <laughs> Life is a little more gritty than it's ever been before mm-hmm. with all of the things. Uh, I feel like the I feel like we've definitely learned a lot about things like this this year, yeah. right? But at the same time, the comfort of being on God's side is so rock mm-hmm. solid mm-hmm. more than ever. Yeah. And it, 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 he laughs. Like when you when you read these things biblically, and you then you see passages like mm-hmm. uh, as a, a door for effective mm-hmm. ministry, and it and there were many adversaries. Mm-hmm. And, and you read that, and you read it biblically. You go, oh, so a lot of adversaries actually, mm-hmm. you know, good thing to be, bring victory. Then when when you're faced with adversity, uh, and not adversity, but adversaries, and it's very important to differentiate because we don't want to act like the adversity is non personal. Mm-hmm. The things that you're facing, a lot of times, are very personal spiritual attacks by, mm-hmm. by very real demonic forces 
so it's not just opposition like things are hard. like I mean yeah, there's yeah. actual oh, yeah. this is actual kingdom battling here uh, mm. and so that's what we get to see a little bit of mm. so sh- can I tell them the story now sure be a good go time. for it so we've been preaching on spiritual warfare because we're in uh, the Lord's prayer uh, at deliver us from evil and which in the Greek you can can also be translated deliver us from the evil one. Um, and so we've been looking at what that means, how the Lord does that, what that looks like. And so we've obviously been talking about spiritual warfare as well and how the Christian prepares for that. So it's been a focus. And we'd noticed like an uptick in things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might be that our mind was just more fixed on it. I don't think so. No. I think the actual, like legitimate, you could write it down, yep. crazy amount of things happening all at once as we're as we're preaching on these mm-hmm. these issues. And, and that's that's not shocking because we're literally preparing our people how do you fight the devil better like how do you fight this battle better uh and of course that is gonna not be what you know the the devil's gonna be like ah stink uh let's (laughs) let's go somewhere else that's that's gonna be you know where where the battle is in fought so anyway we, we we had a men's uh our men's meeting and at our men's bible study uh i just give them like uh a a thing to think about for the month that I want us all to be thinking about, all to be working on a manly tip. Uh, and then a tool, I give them a tool, uh, not physical tool, but, uh, you know, maybe a book or a podcast, uh, to, to think about. And, uh, we were, we were talking, uh, about prayer and fasting as spiritual warfare. Cause you know, yeah, we and we mentioned how you know the story of this demon possessed child, uh, and the disciples couldn't cast it out, and Jesus said, "You know, this can only be cast out by prayer and fasting." Mm-hmm. So that prayer and fasting is is it is getting into the battlefield because mm-hmm. you're praying, you're asking, which prayer is asking, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, prayer is not talking to God; prayer is asking for something, and so you're asking the Lord to do something. And you're fasting, and you're wanting him to stop a thing, and you're fasting to get it. Uh, Is it like the care, happen. care Bear Stare? Care Bear Stare. Uh, and so you're doing that, and it's very much, it's like, I said, it's like walking into the middle of the battlefield, like, this world is surrounded by spiritual forces. All this is going on. You don't wrestle against flesh and blood, you wrestle against spirit. So these things are happening. It's like you walk onto the battlefield. Like the battle, there's no battle, and you just pull out a sword. Like it's go time. Yeah. And that's what prayer and fasting is. It's seeing something that you, and you're asking God, end this, Mm -hmm. do this. And it's very much a spiritual thing. Mm. So I told them, be prepared. If you, if you do pray and fast, that you will face great opposition (laughs) because it is a, it is war. Uh Like don't just think you're going to go out and start swinging. Yeah. Hello. Can I just quickly say I needed to hear that when I on my own fasted about a situation like a couple weeks before you did that mm-hmm. and got my tail whipped. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, like and I noticed, I noticed uh, in times of seasonal prayer or in times where I'm fasting or we're fasting, like I'll be, so I'll be edgier all, mm. and I'll get frustrated and I'll blame it on things like hangry or whatever. Mm. But it's not right. It's you not go that eating because all the time. I yeah I I'll have days where I'll be like today I didn't eat today breakfast. it was four o'clock in the I afternoon and much. I went I went oh I haven't eaten anything I today need a can I have a banana and I had a banana uh, so th- so then I realized 
I'm not suddenly getting hangry mm. on these days. Right. Right. Uh, that it was very much oh. a spiritual attack. And like you said earlier, when you said a personal adversary mm-hmm. or adversity. Yeah, not adversity, right. adversary. Yes, yes. Like the thing that happened to me, it was like the thing I was fasting for or the person. And then what came back and attacked me was, it was crazy mm-hmm. how... It was not adversity. It was an adversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And I just had no idea. So anyway, we sharing this with the guys, encouraging them. Prayer and fasting is good, but know if you do it, it's not going to be an easy time. It's not going to mm-hmm. be like uh, going and floating on a cloud with God, you yeah. know, 40 days on the, uh, on the mountain yeah. uh, sort of experience. And told the story of that, of disciples. Well, it, that was Saturday. The next day, we're at church. Church gets out. We have a meal after church every Sunday because we see that as a model in the New Testament. It's a good thing, and we see it modeled uh, throughout throughout Scripture. So, yeah. And can I just preface yeah. this by, uh, if you don't know us, we live in a very tiny town. It's tiny town, not on like the interstate no. or any like it's just like middle of nowhere. Kinda. People people know of Begs because they pass the exit, right? Not because they go through it, right? Yeah. You're going to go through Begs if you're going to Begs. Right. No stoplights. Yeah. It's just yeah. tiny. So anyway, lunch is going on and all of a sudden there's a woman in the doorway mm-hmm. of the church to the fellowship hall, which is where we eat our lunch. And because I am the pastor, I look around and no one else is going to mm-hmm. to, to talk to her. At the, They're looking at me like... Uh, can you can you handle this? Uh, so so I go over and I start I start talking to her, and it's very clear very clear that she's homeless. She's uh, she's dirty, greasy, really tanned, uh, very very thin. Um, has an odor, yeah. right? Has that been outside yeah. for a while? Odor. Anyway, so I just you know introduce myself. Asked her, you know, hey, you know, how'd you get here? Right. You know, and and because immediately it's like we've never. Yeah, seen I was like, hey, how's it going? We've you know, my name's her. Chris. Uh, hey, what what brings you here? And she was like, I, I was just walking, and then I was here, and I was like, okay. Um, again, obviously a homeless person, so it's like, whatever. So I said, hey, well, you want to get something to eat? I said, we're eating lunch. Come eat with us. So I took her over to the the tables, and my father in law standing there. And he said, he says hi to her, you know, he says hi. And she looks at him and kind of is taken back. And she says, I'm supposed to bow to you. Uh, and he looks at her and says, what? Yeah, because he doesn't hear very well uh, for once. So he said, uh-huh. And she said, I'm supposed to bow to you when I meet you. The Pope told me to. And she curtsies. She pulls her little shirt out to the side and curtsies as she's doing this. And he turns his ear more to the side somehow. My dad. And like, it like be like one of those old films where they put one of those horns in the ear like, hey. Uh, that's what he did. Like, he's totally baffled he's, by what. So she then puts her hand over her mouth mm-hmm. and she mumbles something. And I thought she was offended. And so I was like, no, no, he just can't understand you. Mm-hmm. He can't, he just can't hear. He doesn't hear very well. And she turns and looks at me and says, no, none of you should be able to understand me. I'm mute. And I was like, 
Okay. That's uh, Want a sandwich? <laughs> so I, I start to take her through the line to get her a sandwich. And I said, you know, hey, okay, we got ham here. We got turkey. Really trying to jazz it up. We have ham and turkey at our church. Oh, yeah. We're basically a mega church. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she says, no, I can't eat that. All my teeth have been knocked out. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew, okay, this is the life of that woman. Mm-hmm. No one says, like, even people who are missing teeth, mm-hmm. they don't say, they might say, I don't have any teeth mm-hmm. or I got bad teeth. I can't eat that. But yeah. she said, I can't eat that. All my teeth have been knocked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oof. So I, I, uh, I'm walking her through, trying to make small talk. It's like, my name's Chris. I've, you know, I've been the pastor here for 15 years. And she said, my name is, and I swear, she listed all, so many names mm-hmm. that I eventually was just like, wait, what? Like, cause I couldn't understand the names. They were not normal names. None yeah. of them. That's what threw me off. Yeah. I was like. Is she mumbling? Like, uh-huh. is she? And she just kept listing name after name after name. And so in my head, I said, so you're Legion, mm-hmm. right? So that's where I, that's where I was. Yeah. Right? So you're Legion. Now, I didn't think I said it out loud. Mm-hmm. But my father-in-law swears that I did say it <laughs> out loud. He can't hear He said, I heard you say it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, apparently I said it. <laughs> apparently I called her Legion. But anyway, she... She gets she gets to the end of the line. I try to get her to sit down and eat with us, at eat with some of the other people at a mm-hmm. table. Let her see what life is like in the body. She wants to go back outside, so mm-hmm. I went with her. Mm-hmm. I went with her outside and sat with her. We sat right under the the carport, the the entryway awning area. <clears throat> she had her stuff there, like a bag of stuff, and and you know I'm trying to talk to her again and um. She, after hearing me talk for a while, and she stops and stares at me and just like locks eyes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you Jehovah? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, <laughs> no. And I, I I did. At this point, I'm still kind of not in it yeah. yet. Uh, I, so I was like, no, remember, my name is Chris. And she kind of zones a little bit and then goes do you know islam and i said like muslims mm-hmm. and she said no islam is a man he hunts us and so i was like uh i think that's the creepiest part uh which one i think this lady has a better understanding i know is like i was like, like she's uh, spot on on what islam really is like she's got uh some- the prince behind islam anyway and then like she just freezes and it's like she went like feral cat mm-hmm. she started looking left and right and and then looked at me and started to like lean back and said i can't be around anybody that's going to hurt me and I was like, no one's going to hurt you. Because it's just me and her out there. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, no one's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. You're okay. And she just gets up and starts walking away and, and, and looking. And it's clear she's not going to talk. She's she's just leaving. And I said, have a good day. And she stopped on a dime. Wheels around. Her face just enraged. And she looks at me and says, K is not my name. K was my mother's name. And I was just like, 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And she then, she starts to walk away and she is, she'll take three or four steps, turn around and just curse me. She's cussing me mm-hmm. the whole way. Take a few more steps, turn around and just curse me. Mm-hmm. Just obscenities and. So and different so, than what, like when she'd first come in. Totally. Yeah. Like meek, timid, and yeah. then just vile. Just oh my word. puking out of her. So I'm going to the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm locking the door to the fellowship hall, watching mm-hmm. her reflection in the doorway mm-hmm. and seeing her do this, making sure she doesn't run up and jab me in the back with a knife or mm-hmm. something. And she she cussed me the whole way down the sidewalk till she got to the other side of the street. She got to the other side of the street. She just stopped, mm-hmm. went under a tree, sat down and mm-hmm. ate. Mm-hmm. But the whole time she was on, the whole time she was in our parking lot. Yeah, she was a, that's just, weird. And then as soon as she crossed the street, right. stopped, that has sat down, stayed with me. Ate. So the anyway, whole, the, the whole like the whole thing, yeah, yeah, and the, the, mass, barrier, the barrier and the and the I, whatever. I yeah. think about that a lot. Uh, but what's crazy, guys? <laughs> if you know the story that I talked about for prayer and fasting, that Christ tells us, do you remember? What the demons did to the child in that story? The demons made the child mute. And when I remembered that... That you had just That I had just the day before, Mm -hmm. we had just talked about that story. The next day, we have someone wander in who's obviously got some sort of demonic oppression Mm -hmm. going on. And they happen to say, Oh, you shouldn't be able to hear me. I'm mute. Well, I have never met anybody mute that I can remember. <laughs> Certainly not had anybody say, you shouldn't be able to hear me, I'm mute, and then have all this demon stuff clearly uh, attached to it. Yeah. It is like uh, the demonic was saying, mm-hmm. we're listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> but, but creepy story, right? Yeah. It genuinely happened. Right. So, so anyway, isn't it fun? In isn't the it fun? <laughs> so, if you want me to come to your church and preach on no. spiritual warfare, no, yeah, yeah, that's so, the exactly. adversaries that the the it's but like what but what saying, did that what did that show me? You're a target. What did that show me? Preaching on praying and fasting, exactly what we need to be doing. Right. Yeah. That would wouldn't go. Oh. She did the mute thing, and it was obviously mm-hmm. doing. Well, we look. Like, oh, hey, we should don't. Yeah, pray and fast. And that is the temptation. Like I, I will admit, I've been a little timid about fasting again since my little hullabaloo time I had with it. Well, I say you should be. You should be. You should be timid about it yeah. in the same way you should be timid about entering war. Yes. Like yes. you should not That's, go pridefully into no, this battle. But I've been like, I don't know if I want to battle. I don't know if I want to battle. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I want to do that again. Yeah. Well, so, you better armor up. I know. You know. But I think the thing that I didn't do right that I would do again is use the King James. <laughs> no, I did not say it is written. And I think that's, I think that's what yeah. I needed to do. Because yeah. these, these attacks yes. were very targeted about my identity. Yes. And instead of. Very, so again, I encourage you to listen to the Haunted Cosmos podcast. It's got some good stuff on this, uh, this sort of stuff. 
it is written as great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name of Jesus. Yeah, uh, I should have proclaiming answered the Lordship of Christ. All of those mm-hmm. assailments is that the mm-hmm. right word yeah. with Scripture? Mm-hmm. Instead, I was just like, "Oh, I'm I'm so dizzied by this." I mm-hmm. I, I did not know what was going on. But, yeah, we always say, "Don't listen to yourself; speak the truth yeah. to yourself." And sometimes you're not listening to yourself. Sometimes you're listening to someone else tell you something. Mm-hmm. And uh, and instead of li- don't listen to them, mm-hmm. speak the truth to them. Yes. Yeah. And that would have that would have fought the battle for mm-hmm. me. But yeah. I lesson learned. <laughs> lesson learned. <laughs> I, don't need to learn that lesson again, no. Lord. If you're looking at. <laughs> Don't put me in the remedial Because I also know you can hear me, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else did you, well, you want to... that just all leads right into the... I mean, it all goes together. But when you were talking about that, <clears throat> those open doors with... What's the word again? How many... Adversaries. Adversaries. Like, that's that's an opportunity Mm-hmm. And I've just been with the Reformation coming and all these things on my mind about stretching oh, yeah. and, and life being, you Who know. doesn't have the Reformation on right. um, Just this opportunity we have to be Reformation type people. And Reformation type people aren't people who are just looking for comfort, for ease, to just chill at home and watch your shows and just get a break and when I I I often think about like the reformers and even just other historical figures who left a legacy for us like what if they had not done what they did like Mm -hmm. what if they hadn't poured their lives out for this purpose what if they had wanted to watch the Rangers just won game one of the World Series oh. with a walk-up home run by Garcia. That's exciting. My cousin is there. I bet he's oh, so he, happy. It, I mean, it's the bottom of the 11th, oh. extra innings. You could have, we could have, we could have I was watching watch it, it while I was talking. Okay. Well, did you enjoy it to the max? Yes. Okay. I'm glad. Anyhow. Or they're probably just really excited about that right now. <laughs> take a minute. Yeah, take a Let minute. Let it sink in. So yeah, keep going with the Reformation stuff. Just like, what are we even doing? Like, what do you what what do you want to be in your story? Mm. Do you want to be the person that is just like this is hard? I'm I want to do something easier. Mm. Always looking for ease, or do you want to like make a slash? Because there is that person in the story. Mm-hmm. And you're frustrated by those people in the yeah. story. Like that, per- that, there's that person in almost every story, right? <laughs> right? The guy who's always looking for the easy way. Yeah. And the one who blames everyone else yeah. when their life is tough. Or the one and- that's opposing the people who are trying to do stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You don't want to be that guy. No. No. So imagine, again, it's always a great uh, uh, sort of picture. I steal it from... Indy Wilson, I think, is who I first got it from. You know, picturing your life as a as a story, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you're you're a character now. Uh, recognizing that you're a side character in your children's story, right? Is we also talked about that thing. last yeah. time. Uh, bonus episode. Bonus it's episode. On there. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the and that's I mean I was so this Sunday Reformation Sunday we'll be talking about you know the the five solas of the Reformation but I was just going through some of the reformers and mm-hmm. what their lives were mm-hmm. and the the adversities and easy. adversaries that filled their life right uh, and yet we look at them and go man that's really cool yeah that's they, a good well, life so much of what they did has mm-hmm. made our life what it is today. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I was just thinking about spe- specifically like to an audience of people like us who are like homeschoolers and kind of people who have responded to the society before us, where a lot of our a lot of children uh, spirit the spiritual education of children was kind of farmed out mm. and. Not just their spiritual education, but all education. Yeah. And we have taken on this really great responsibility, and we're very passionate about it, and we've made it a part of our life that we are we are raising up our kids. And But I was thinking this week that sometimes we get so... We have worked through all the sanctification to get to that point, that this is our life now. We have, we have committed to this, mm-hmm. even if... In the early years, it was hard, like to to die for that. Mm-hmm. Now we're comfortable in it, and like this is who we are. And I think sometimes a lot of us just forget to be looking for fruitful avenues wherever we go. Mm. So, like someone new might come to church, and we're just so locked in to our own life and what we do and where our kids are, and that we don't even like think to go meet this person. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just thinking it would be a good to make sure they know up. we eat lunch. Right. Yeah. Things yeah, like that. We're just yeah. like, cause we have the things we're, we're doing mm. faithful things. Um, <clears throat> but I think maybe a lot of us have gotten comfortable in that. I know I have, and it's just been kind of a challenging thought to think like, am I looking for comfort and, and or even thinking And even thinking that, I may not eat lunch with my husband at the Sunday fellowship lunch because mm-hmm. we may be we may be bifurcating our forces, mm-hmm. you know, purposefully. Mm-hmm. So we eat together all <laughs> the time, right? But it, mm. this might be a good time for me to go sit with this family and yeah. eat, yeah. and for you to not sit with me. You go sit with someone else right. and meet and. And help our family reach two families. Right. And sometimes three or four, mm. you know, depending on, on mm. where we sit and how it is. Yeah, because but all those things are done are done purposefully. Yeah. If it's just, uh, it's just easier if I sit by him because then we've got the baby. And I'm like, it's easier if I sit by her because then she's by the baby, you know. Right. Or, or mm. uh, yeah, whatever. It, it's a... You're missing out on, on opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, take that into all of your life, like... I don't know. Are you having people over? Are you are you talking to your neighbors? Like, are you looking for the maximum fruit in your personal life? Like, if someone drops in, are you thinking, how oh, can no. I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't when I would have them come over. Right. Or are you thinking, I have a short life. Mm-hmm. God has brought this person here. Yes. How can I the maximize Lord just my deposited fruit? one of his image bearers on mm-hmm. my porch. Yeah. I just think we're not, sometimes we're not engaged in the actual kingdom. I am. <laughs> you should see my porch work. 
<laughs> oh man, <laughs> our porch is hopping. Our I porch is hot. Yeah, open twenty four seven. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think, and not just because I like to talk to people on the porch. Yeah. Because it it's it's an open door that mm-hmm. might be filled with a lot of adversity, mm-hmm. or might be filled with many adversaries. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, um, that's been on my mind. Like, have you become so comfortable? And it's so funny, though, because, like I said, I had to get to a point where I was all in with, like, being a mom, being mm-hmm. a homemaker, being well, that's a that maturity. That's, yes. that's what I'm saying. It's pulling out of the, that you're not a college student with kids. Right. You're a mom, mm-hmm. right? You're a woman. Mm-hmm. You're a father. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not just that guy who now has kids and has that same mm-hmm. sort of life. And then you're wondering why is this so right? Like this is gonna be hard, right. but it's gonna reap great rewards at mm-hmm. different times and in different ways for different people. Your their their rewards and their paths not going and that, I think that's one of the things that people also struggle with is they see other people in the same place that they are but they don't seem to be struggling or they've got things that make their life easier mm-hmm. and then that frustrates them and they think God it, it, did I do something wrong that that I don't have, you right. know, this blessing or or that my kids are like this or my situations like that. Those are all things that can that can make us sort of question mm. uh, where we're at. Can kind of take the fire out of seeing mm-hmm. the the mission aspect. The fields are white. Is that yeah? And the field that is white, the first field that's white is you know the one in your in your yes. household. Yes. And and then and then you got neighbors all around you, and you got friends, right? Yeah, you know, all sorts of stuff, right? You go to so, the grocery store. Yeah, don't just, like, mistake your everyday life, like, that you're doing now as, I, I guess, without knowing it, you can, you can be lazy and, and self-focused. How even, dare you? <laughs> even when you're, you're, you feel like you're homemaking and you're homeschooling and you're, you're doing all these things. Even when you're doing a lot. Yes, you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. But you can be doing it. A lot of it. really hard yes. things. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can be doing it in a self-absorbed way. And so what I was thinking was... So I, so what I would say is this. Mm-hmm. What we're giving you is a, a dual edge. And I want to mm-hmm. make sure that you yeah, catch this. Yeah, Because there is the reality that you're doing hard things. Right. And we don't want to... We're not saying that those things are not hard. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that might make them harder than they need to be mm-hmm. is that instead of doing them with your eyes focused on Christ, mm-hmm. you're doing them with your eyes focused on yourself. Yes. Or focused on others, but not in a godly way. Right. Uh, and so recognizing that mm-hmm. you are laboring, it is painful. You know, mm-hmm. the Lord tells both Adam and Eve that their lives will be filled with pain. Mm-hmm. That... Uh, her labor is going to be in pain, and his labor mm-hmm. is going to be in pain, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's the nature of life in the in the fallen world. Uh, and so you see a lot of women who struggle with not just the physical pain of labor, mm-hmm. but of childbearing and child rearing. Yeah, and that's a 
in, in the home. And that's a really hard mm-hmm. thing. You see a lot of men struggle with the feeling inadequate or a sense, lack of a sense of purpose or even, you know, failure to launch when it comes to laboring mm-hmm. to provide. Mm-hmm. You know, that becomes a struggle. With so you have men trying to figure out the way they can provide I as... You what? did! Yeah. Yay! Peter. Way to go, Peter! Oh, thank you. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to so, pause it. Yes. And you can get a marshmallow. Yeah, we're going to pause real fast. Some little boy just got a giant marshmallow <laughs> for using the potty. Woo! It's not me. It was Peter. Yeah. It was Peter. <laughs> but anyway, so, so I mean, those sorts of things, they are hard. They mm-hmm. are difficult. But it's what... You were, that's what you're made to do. Mm-hmm. Fix your eyes on Christ. Yeah. As you do them. Uh, know there'll be adversaries. Mm-hmm. But. And then even as you are doing this life and, and even getting better and better at it, keep, like you said, redirecting it to Christ and, and how to be f- the most fruitful you can be. And I just think, it just struck me this week, like, how how much more would be accomplished if wives were really trying to be their husband's helpers? And if we were, as moms, really just trying to think how we could, how we could have the biggest impact on the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Instead, I think a lot of times we're just trying to make it through a day. And when our husband is here, we're trying to think, how can he help me? How can he help this get be easier? How can I get back here to my room so I can get on my phone? How can I get the kids to bed so I can finally have a minute to myself? Mm-hmm. And I just think those are all the wrong questions. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's good. We could, we could be having so much more of an impact. What? He went pee in the bathroom. We heard. We heard. He came down and told us. That's now. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Should I give him a No, he already got one. Wait. Should yeah. I give him a gumball? No, he doesn't need another piece of candy. No, Papa. <laughs> I think what we have is someone trying now to milk the marshmallow system. <laughs> Now he wants a gumball. What was once a time of great victory and celebration (laughs) now has led to sadness. Because he ran upstairs and, according to him, went potty again. (laughs) And now has come for a second (laughs) deposit, this time of a gumball. Right before bed. Yes, the old 11.40 p.m. gumball. Um, it is movie night. That's why they're up so late. Just don't yeah, want just, to judge me. Please don't judge me. They've got <laughs> socks on. I, I promise they all have socks on. So yeah, I, no, I think what you're saying, I think what you're saying is really good. That, mm. that we don't think about, we just try to, and that that whole idea mm. of just trying to get through mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So I hate that. Mm. It is hard. Mm-hmm. Again. Right. It is hard. We don't minimize the hardness. One, because the Lord says it's hard. And two, is because if you minimize the hardness, then him helping you get through it is not so amazing. Right. Um, but you're, you're, 
you're not just you're trying to win. Mm-hmm. You're doing something for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You're I mean this is a glorious work. You're image bearing God, like all these things. And and so those are those are big purposeful things that you're mm-hmm. that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're not just trying to not kill your kids. <laughs> you know, you're you're tr- you're discipling your children. Yeah, and you're, you're only teaching them to proclaim Christ as Lord. We're only like shooting ourselves in the foot when we do that. Because yeah. the thing we're wanting, which is, I guess, to be, to have this fruitful, happy life, we're not going to get that if we're just constantly looking at our own wants, our own desires, our own comfort. Yeah, it's not a productive life. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a mindset that re, that that results in productivity in any sort of productivity that is actually uh, fulfilling. Yeah. Or genuinely fruitful. Right. And I think so many wives never consider how much, how many more blessings would come to their household if they were on their husband's team. Like if, instead of just thinking about like all the things I think we should do and what, what I want to see happen. If instead we were like, what is your mission? How can I help that? Pour yourself into it. I mean, there's no telling how much more would come back to you than if you're just over here yeah. spinning your own wheels. Blaming you. So you're not happy, so you blame your husband because mm-hmm. he doesn't do this, he doesn't. You blame your church because you're not happy. Mm-hmm. They don't do this, they don't do that. You blame mm-hmm. everybody for what you blame your kids. Mm-hmm. They are that. Or uh, your personality. Or, your, or your, uh husband and you're not happy. Mm-hmm. You blame your wife because she doesn't do this, she doesn't do that. You blame your, your church. We don't have this. What, I mean, all those sorts of, of things uh they're never that's never going to result in you know some sort of glorious productive life mm-hmm. it it's a it's a poison pill mm-hmm. it it's a poison pill because the only way that mindset of yours is ever going to be satisfied is when someone else mm-hmm. focuses on on you in a way that exalts you mm-hmm. not exalts Christ and what you'll find is if they do you still won't it won't be right. Mm-hmm. It won't be enough. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Yeah. Man, it is hard. But get over yourself. Is be, that the, yeah. That's the, be a reformer. Yeah. Be a reformer. Reform yourself and then reform mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. Hard <laughs> things. Hard things. Do them well. Because there are a lot of adversaries out there. Uh, adversaries don't mean you're on the wrong path. Adversity doesn't mean you're on the wrong path either. Um. But it does mean uh, you're in for a battle. It's going to be hard. Fight. Fight well. Fight for Christ, not yourself. Uh, and you'll see real fruit from it. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, it's just going to be shallow and fallow. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. That's what we've got for you guys tonight. It is late. I want to go to bed. I wanted to go to bed an hour ago. She wouldn't let me. No, um, you wanted to watch the baseball game. You were going to watch baseball, weren't you? <laughs> it's fun getting back to you guys. We'll let you catch up on that bonus episode. Hopefully it's got some good I stuff. And I'm sorry. Talked a lot about myself in it. So I'm sorry. Sorry in I, advance. Oh, okay, that's all right. Well, you were super sick. It was the worst sickness I've ever seen. And I'm a pastor. Yeah. Worst sickness I've ever seen. I just needed to, I needed to process it. So thanks for letting me do that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being thanks, her, everybody. her outlet. Because I definitely was not. <laughs> uh, all right. It's so good to talk to you guys. Uh, we'll catch you again next time. Yep. As always. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>